You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. If you don't have nothing to thank God for, just tell him, thank you anyhow. Oh my God. The anointing of the Lord is in this place. I don't know about you, but whatever you need from God, you need to reach up and pull it down because the presence of the Lord is in this place that anything you need him to do, he is willing and able to do it right now. My, 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 my. Woo! Everybody was coming up saying, I just want to tell the Lord, thank you. Well, listen, I just want to tell the Lord, thank you. Because if you've been through some of the stuff I've been through, listen, you'll wonder like how you hear is because of the goodness of God. Amen. I've got so much to thank the Lord for. And listen, uh, Minister A gardener said, listen, she couldn't move. Is she moving? I'm like, I mean, like, wait a minute. That's Minister Gardner. Y'all know she don't like always get so, you know, in, in. She be praising God now. But the day I saw, I I just saw, I, I saw God. I saw God. Amen. We're so happy that you are here. Thank God for those who are online joining us. I know who is it? Uh, 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 Minister Gardner said, it's all right to be online, but it's nothing like being here. Have I got a witness? Yeah, I tell you, make your way, make your way. But by the time you get here, we're probably done, but make your way next week. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I don't know about you, but this took two or three people. I'm grateful for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grateful for God. I'm grateful for God. Amen. Listen, there is no other religion. Hear me what I'm saying. There is no other religion. I know this is being recorded, but there is no other religion that can do you like our God. Yeah, yeah, no, no. They can make promises. They can give you some type of pseudo hope that is dubious at its fullest. I don't care how many times you say the prayer under those words, it ain't gonna work. It's more than just speaking to the universe. I know who created the universe. Uh, Listen, that's a praise break right there. Listen, you're not gonna diminish my God. My God, I feel like giving them. Listen, listen, listen. I love playing the organ, but my feet love to dance. He said, the finger, it ain't fair. My fingers get a chance to praise him. So what about your feet? I said, I got it. And then what about your mouth? I got it. You know what I'm saying? And what about your hands? I got it. Oh, my God. Y'all wave your hands in the air if you love the Lord. Amen. Get your Bibles very quickly, if you would, turn to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah chapter 6. I I was thinking on something else earlier this week, 
And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, um, bring this one. I said, all right, he's my boss. So, so I said, all right, so y'all ready? Isaiah chapter six and um, verses one through eight will be on the screen as well. But I just, it's just something about Sister Melissa Topper when she reads, it's just, she got an anointing on her voice. So if she don't mind, she'll come and read that for us and you all can stand. Just look around, make sure that everyone has access to a Bible. If not, you can share yours and you can also read it on the screen, followed in silence. All right. Yes. Hear the word of the Lord. Isaiah chapter six, verses one through eight. Mm -hmm. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy mm. is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Mm -hmm. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away mm. and your sin purged. Mm. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I. Send me. All right. Can everybody, before you sit down, can you do that eight, eighth verse together? Read it together, please. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Uh-huh, here am I, send me. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject paying attention to God's call. Can you repeat that with me? Paying attention to God's call. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things about reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, and receiving the rhema word. We should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Paying attention to God's call. I want to ask you, anybody ever heard somebody, you was in a crowd and you heard somebody call your name? If you have, can you raise your hands? I just want to see if any live people in here. All right, wonderful. And, and when you heard them call your name, was your response like you kind of looked around first to see which direction it was coming from? And then have you ever, even though you knew they called your name, but you couldn't see them? You just knew they called your name. Now, let's, let's bring it even closer. How many 
have heard somebody call your name and you thought they were talking about you. And come to find out it was somebody else who had your same first name. Y'all ever had? Am I the only one? But here in this text, Isaiah is letting us know that he knows when God is speaking to him. Now, I want to ask you another question. I don't know how many honest people we got in the house, but anybody ever would admit that you know God spoke to you? I know logic probably said God don't speak in an audible voice, so um, it wasn't him. Well, if you can speak, don't you think he can speak? Am I talking to anybody here? And so here in this particular lesson, it shares some things that I want you to really take to heart. First of all, as we're looking at this lesson, I want you to see it through the lens of Isaiah where he first received this unique opportunity to become an ambassador for God. Now, an ambassador is someone that becomes a representative for a nation, for a state, for a community, or for a group of people. That's someone that I'm here, like with the ambassador for the United States, whenever they go to another country, they don't say, my name is, I'm here for me. They said, I'm here, my name is, but I'm here representing the United States of America. Are you with me? So here, but before he gets that title ambassador, he must first make certain that he is in line to have the title. Are you with me? So let's establish this. First of all, what happens? It says in verse one, in the year that who died? Uzziah, Uzziah, ever how you pronounce it, said, I what? Saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his what? Train of his robe filled the temple. Something you want to write down if you're taking notes or you want to listen to this replay is this. What's preventing you from seeing God? Can I teach today? Y'all already got your shouting, your dancing. If you didn't, you know, we'll save a space for you at the end. So here, what's preventing you from seeing God? Now, watch this. The scripture says the year that King Uzziah died doesn't mean anything was wrong with King Uzziah. But obviously, King Uzziah had more influence on Isaiah than God did. Oh, I, oh I'm going to teach today. On top of that, Isaiah, if you read it, was a prophet. So what is it saying? It's not just sinners who can't really see God the way they should. Sometimes it's church people. Oh, I want to teach today. Y'all all right? Y'all praying for me? Wave your hands in the air. So he says, in the year that King Uzziah died, in this vision, Isaiah transported into the heavenly throne room of God. He witnesses the overwhelming glory and holiness of God, leading him to declare his what? Unworthiness. Now, just for the sake of those to help you understand, when it says that in his train filled the temple, it meant that whenever the presence of God is in a room, it is expected. 
experienced by the room, whether or not it's experienced by everybody in the room. Are, are, are you with me? Are you with me? So what are you saying? This morning, the train of God was in the room. So if you never shouted before, if you never gave God praise before, if you never thanked God before, you couldn't help it because the train filled the temple. For those of you who were not privileged to experience that, you can go back and watch the replay. Watch this now, but here's the key. Here's the key. Why is that so important? Whenever the presence of God is in the room, I, I want you to take note of this. Don't miss the opportunity for him to do something for you. Don't get caught up in the emotions of the moment. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you want. But if he's God, don't he know already? But sometimes he needs you to come in agreement. Woo. So he says, so this encounter is sets the stage for God's call but watch this now I'm not done so he says oh you don't hear this too much talked about in church some churches don't think it's necessary but when we came up sister Banks we used to say I thank God for being saved a lot of churches can go with that one but then we say we thank God for being sanctified a lot of churches skip that part. I won't mention it because it might be your cousin. But we used to say we thank God for being sanctified. Now, what does sanctified? Sanctified means purified. It means cleansed. It, meant, it doesn't mean that you dot in every I, crossing every T, but it means that you're reverencing the presence of God. You're referencing God in your life. You're not wanting to do anything you want to do, even though you have the ability to. Y'all all right? So because of the presence of God, the scripture says, and above stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings, two covered his face, two covered his feet, and two flew. Now, this also lets us know that even the angels does not want us to be so into them more than God. Because you know, there's teachings on that, wherein my angel Michael, my angel Gabriel, my angel Samakai. I thought, where did you get that name from? There's thousands of hundreds of thousands of angels, but the only angels' names I know is Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer was an angel. Now, for those of you that want to know who was Lucifer, he was a fallen angel. And he got the name Devil. It was not named Devil in heaven. It was named Lucifer. And he was calling Archangel. He was the one that was in charge of the praise team. So what are you saying, Apostle? I'm saying the devil can get in folks in ministry. Folks think they title exempts them from being human. Y'all all right? Wear your hands in there. Watch this now. 
Then it says, and one cried to another and said, what? Verse three, holy, holy, holy is the who? So the angels give us a clue that if the angels are saying, holy, holy, holy to God, what should we as human beings say? Holy, holy, holy. I'm going to mess with you. Ready for this one? Not only verbalize it, but live it. We as a body of believers are so accustomed to just doing stuff, doing things in the name of God, but don't always represent God. Somebody must be praying for me because I could preach today. Watch this now. And so, watch this, verse 3, the whole earth is what? Full of his glory. So in other words, we may not always be speaking in tongues. We may not always be dancing, but it does not mean that the presence of God is not there. When you walk in a store and they give you favor, that's glory. You find a parking spot out of all the people, thousands of people in a place and somebody moves out and you're able to move right in. That's the glory of God. You check, about to check out and somebody behind you said, oh, don't worry about it, I got that. Or am I talking to anybody here? I'm talking about how to recognize the presence and glory of God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Give him some praise. I got something. I got something. I got something. Woo, watch this now. Have you ever went to work or went to an event and somebody was evil? And you walked in and you felt the what? Presence. How is it we can discern the presence of evil but can't discern the presence of God? Am I all right? Y'all raise your hands in there. Are you all right? So here it says this. And so verse 4 and the post of the door were what? Shaken by the voice of him who cried out and the house was filled with smoke. Watch this now. This is good. Because the angels said, holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty. Their voices echoed in such a resounding way that the door shut. Can I just get some of you that ain't afraid? Can I get somebody to say glory to God? I didn't see no door shake. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what doors did shake where a demon or a devil might have been on your row and was trying to get next to you and got scared because you said glory to God and it didn't know whether or not you were serious or not. But just in case it figured I ain't going to mess with her. I ain't going to mess with him. Is this all right teaching today? Yes, I right. I want to go high. Yeah. No, not right now. Watch this now. So, so the <laughs> you're right. So watch this now. So I said, verse five, woe is me, for I'm what? 
undone because I am a what? Man, man uh, unclean. This, 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 this is um, Isaiah. Why, why all of a sudden would somebody that's a prophet say that woe is me, I am undone, I am a man of unclean lips. I'm going to mess with you, but it's going to help you. Do you not know when the presence of God is in a ministry, is in a church, the spirit of God will let the spirit operating in the individual know they need to get some stuff together. If we can sit in church, can I teach today? If we can sit in church and the word of God don't convict us, then we're probably in a church, unless we are immune to truth, we're probably in a church that's condoning what we're doing. I was in a restaurant not long ago. I won't mention the name because you probably would know it if I said the first letter M. But I'm not going to finish anything else, all right? But watch this now. So I was in there and someone was getting ready to walk out. They had place to order. So they invited them to their church. I'm not going to definitely give you the initials on there. But it was a letter I inside of it, but I'm not going to tell you what his position it was, right? So um, 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 so you ain't going to say, he talked about the pills. I didn't say no names. What's his name? So on their way out, they said that particular church was having an event. But I noticed the phraseology, Sandra, they said that it's a church hosting the event, but it's not a church event. Now, anybody that's in the club and all, y'all have to interpret that for me after, because I don't know what that means. So anyway, here's what they said walking out. They made sure the person knew what they was talking about. They said, we're, we, we're ordering food, but there's also going to be a cash bar. Now, I didn't understand what cash bar was, Sister Melissa, until I went to a couple events. And I realized that if I went to go get some um, pineapple juice with cranberry juice, they told me how much it was. <laughs> oh, it wasn't free. No. <laughs> That's why they call it a cash bar. <laughs> so, so watch this now. So the point being here is this. I'm saying that Isaiah says because of the potent presence. Mm, that's it. The potent presence of God, it spoke to him. It says um, that area you need to work on. That area need to turn turn over to God. Oh, 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 let me help you understand before the sanctified folk take this off in the wrong way. Stop judging yourself by another believer. Judge yourself by the word of God. John 17 says, look, Father, thy word you've given me, I've given them. Thy power you've given me, I've given them. 
he says, now sanctify them by your truth. Your word is true. So if you get upset because of God's word, then it's something you and God got to deal with. Not because somebody said, well, you know, you're not supposed to wear brown. Why? Because it's not holy. Who said that? It's because you don't like brown? The devil is a liar. Go to the store and shop. All right, y'all, come on. Stay safe. Watch this now. So he says in the text, watch this. Is this helping anybody? So he says this. He says, then because he was serious and he was sincere, the scripture says in verse 6, then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand what? A live coal, which he had taken with the tongues of the altar, and he what? Touched my mouth with it and said, behold, this has touched your lips. Ooh, this is the other good part. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is what? Purged. Remember that word I talked about, sanctification? The Greek word hagazio means something set aside, something set apart. So God is saying, I want to set you apart, but I want to sanctify you first. Because there's nothing like supposedly representing God and we misrepresenting him through our life. Am I, am I talking to anybody? Let me help say something to you. Whenever you hear a preacher the scripture says that the husband man must be first partakers of the fruit. So in other words, before you get it, I've already got it. All right. Break it down. Talk. What am I saying? Okay. I could fix this scripture if I didn't want to live right and say something like this. And the angel of the Lord touched me and I became more finer. You'll <laughs> get it later. <laughs> and the presence of the Lord was on me so that as I walked down the aisle, people were just saying, Hosanna, Willie Tolbert. Hosanna, Willie Tolbert. Are you with me? I'm, I just want to paint a picture for you so you can understand the seriousness of what Isaiah is explaining to us. He's saying, I didn't think about how good I was. I saw what I needed to fix in my life. So he says, but, but, but here's the good part. And this is something that believers got to understand. When God forgives you, God forgave you. Stop allowing the memory of who you was, what you did back then, even yesterday. Stop allowing it to hover over you and paralyze you from being who God designed for you to be. Because when we say God has sanctified me, but I don't believe it, you're telling God that you feel more greater than he is. 
teach Starbert. Watch this now. So he says, your sin is purged. Now, let me just make it clear. So I don't want people to just go out of here and say, oh, man, I got this thing now. I'm going to just go do something. I'm going to say, God, forgive me. You're going to sanctify me. And then I'm going to be all right. No, ain't no guarantee the next breath we're going to have. So you can't take God for granted. Are you with me? So now he purged him. Ooh, excuse me. I just had another Holy Ghost moment. Watch this now. Because when you look at this text, God's initiative, he seeks someone to carry out his purpose. So in this text, when he made the call in verse 7, uh, and he touched my mouth and said, I'm clean. But then now he can hear. Anybody ever known where you had a time in your life, your life was so clouded, so clogged up, you really didn't even want people to pray for you? Am I, am, I, am I talking to anybody? You've been in a place, you call, some folks call it, the, I, I was just in this dark place. Well, could you see yourself? Anyway, anyway. So when they say that, now listen, I don't take that lightly because that's serious when they're saying it. Are you with me? So he, it says this, he couldn't see before Minister Holly. Now he can hear. Because sometimes we can see God moving, but we can't hear God speaking. Watch this now. And so then when God makes this a call, Isaiah's response was, despite his initial fear and unworthiness, Isaiah boldly responds. He steps up in clear he, when his Bible says, who shall go for us? Who shall we send? Isaiah now says, since you did all that work, I'm, I know I, I, I owe you, God. So what do you need? How many of us are sitting on the gifts God invested into us? Text says, here am I, send me. Then hear what he says. Here's what he says. Why does paying attention to God's call is so significant? It's because it even comes when it's unexpected and challenges us. Don't think because you said, for God I live, for God I'll die. I'll let nothing or nobody separate me from the love of God. And somebody lie on you, I ain't going to church no more. So here's some reasons. I'm getting ready to close. Here's some reasons to pay attention to God's call because it's crucial. One, fulfilling your purpose. God has a unique plan and purpose for each of us. By answering his call, we can align our lives with that purpose and achieve true fulfillment. Can I explain why some folks are frustrated and aggravated? It's because the, the purpose of God inside of you is saying, I, it's my time, it's my time, it's my time. And you, you stuck. And you trying to block what God's saying. And, and even to the point of that you're hearing God speak, but you get around some noise that ain't, ain't God. And you, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. You're just trying to drown it out. And God said, I can still speak. I can speak louder than that. Let me tell you, if God ever have to amplify his voice. Watch this now. Watch this. And so then those who choose to obey God's voice 
can realize the benefits over obedience. Number one is inner peace and fulfillment. Alignment with purpose, obeying God's call, aligns you with greater plan and purpose. Can I prophesy today? Can I prophesy? If you decide to obey, no, not even if, when you decide to obey God, you're going to see God move in some amazing ways in your life. Yeah, you can write that date down. Watch this now. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody better give God praise right there. Alignment with purpose, inner peace and fulfillment. Here's another one. Peace of mind. Anybody tired of being tormented at night? Tormented by, by because of your past? Tormented? When you align yourself with God, God speaks peace to your storm. Then growth and transformation. Developing character and virtues. Let me help you understand. When you are being sanctified, there's at least three stages of sanctification. Number one is when you get saved, you're sanctified. As you're living for God, you're being sanctified even more. And when God raptures you, that's the ultimate sanctification because ain't no sin, no devil, no nothing going up in heaven. So he's going to quicken you and give you the ultimate sanctification. Right now, because we're living, we're going through progressive sanctification where we hear the word, ah, I got to get that thing right in my life. So he, when we accept it, we apply it, we're being sanctified. Come back again, study the word, we hear it, we apply it, we're being sanctified. We hear the word again, even some stuff we already look like, we repeat it. You say, all right, I'm serious, God. He sanctifies, so he sanctifies us again. Brother Hill, in our home, we have an oil tank. And every year, before we turn our boiler on, we have to call the technician to clean the boiler. They bring the vacuum. They do some other stuff. I don't hang around because there's a lot of stuff that's floating around, and I don't need it to mess me up. That's the free one. So after they do it, then it allows greater efficiency for the boiler. Well, one year we figured, I figured, my wife didn't, I did, I'll take onus for that one. I figured, well, it didn't really hardly get cold. So I really don't need to call them. I'm trying to save some money. So I really didn't need to call them. So I thought, but when I turned the boiler on, Sister T, um, <laughs> I saw some stuff come up the pipes. It's called soot. I called the boiler technician. I said, this black stuff is coming up the pipe. I said, it's running, but it's not producing heat. He said, that's because you didn't get it clean. The purpose for sharing that the reason why some of us got soot with our titles is because we have not allowed the Holy Spirit to cleanse us. We tried to get by on mama's prayer. We tried to get by on the apostles' prayer. We tried to get by on the deacon's prayer. We tried to get by on the prayer we prayed five years ago. And God saying, no, 
You need to have your yearly cleanse. Oh, I'm a mess with you. I'm a mess with you. When you don't clean it properly, when you don't clean your spirit properly, your ideology, your theology gets twisted. When you start believing anybody, everybody on social media, the devil is a liar. Somebody spoke on social media, so ain't, ain't nothing y'all probably ain't heard, talking about 85% of what Jesus did was wrong. Then I heard somebody just recently, Pastor Cassandra, they were saying that hell ain't real. Say, the Bible been lying to you. I was surprised that God didn't strike them dead right there. We can't play with the word. We're in the last days right now. We got to be careful. There are signs to show what the Bible already said. There'll be wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. Church, this is real. People having seducing ears, heeding to seduce the spirit, itching ears rather, having seduced the spirit. What does that mean? They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear something inside of you. Just keep going on. They want to hear soothing stuff. Stuff to make them feel good. Let me hurry. And here's some additional tips. Or one, let me give you one more. Not only will you impact the world, not only will you have growth and, and, and transformation, but you'll have enhanced intimacy. What are you saying? And let me share something with you. I have to apologize myself. Because of what I was hearing others say, preachers of influence, I was tying the word intimacy as like with a couple who become intimate with each other, God said, mm -mm, that ain't it. Because mean if, can I teach this thing the way I teach? So I'm gonna have to use a code. I'm gonna have to use a code. Y'all got it? Because some ears may not be mature to handle what I'm about to say. But anytime spirits intermingle with humans, I, I'll just say it this way, it's dangerous. Uh, I'll just say it like that, it's dangerous. And if you're having that, there's only one immaculate conception, that was Mary. That's right, only one. <laughs> All right. So here, we deepen our relationship with God, enhanced intimacy. What it means is this, is that I'm not depending on Mother Skipper's relationship with God to determine how close I am with him. Because Mother Skipper might could say, Lord, have mercy, and God is already right there. I might could say, Lord, have mercy, and God said, why are you saying that? Because why? 
I don't have the same relationship she had. That's remember before I said, don't measure your walk with God by somebody else. Even though the scripture says, mark the perfect man for the end of that man's ways is peace. But what it's saying is that there are things we learn from each other. We appreciate and value from each other, but we still need our own relationship with God. Even if you are twin. And watch this. So here's some additional tips and I close. You develop a consistent prayer life. Regular prayer allows you to discern God's voice and align your will with his. And you find a supportive community like your local church, wherein we are a body of baptized believers. Because why? We overcome by one another's testimony. What you heard, I heard several people come up and say, because they heard either Pastor Sandra, they heard Pastor Hector, they heard Minister Edwards or someone share, and they said that encouraged them. Then you seek spiritual guidance, talking to a trusted spiritual leader like your leadership here offers invaluable insights and supportive for navigating challenges. This is why we have Bible study so we can go deeper. Pastor Stephen Tarver did an amazing teaching on last Wednesday. I'm telling you, you need to go listen to that one again. Let me tell you, it's, it, it, see, there are things we could do on Wednesday nights we can't normally do on Sundays because people want to feel good. Rev, what time are we getting out today? Rev, it was a good message, but, um, you know, <laughs> Rev, <laughs> I was hoping you'd tune up today. <laughs> Rev, y'all with me? But what am I saying? I love that. But there comes times, he said, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. It's not about Willie Talbert. It's not about Apostle Mamie Talbert. It's about, about God. We want to see you saved. It don't make no sense. We make it to heaven and said, Talbert, I just want to know. Did you preach my word? Well, God, they act like they didn't want it. So I figure I'll just give them a little something, something. No, Tarbert. Uh, by the way, Tarbert, let me tell you something. Um, I, I, we was going to let you in, but we're not now. Uh, let me tell you something. None of you are worth me out of all the stuff I've been through. Miss heaven. I don't mind missing hell. But I just don't want to miss heaven. Because both of those places, whether you believe in them or not, it ain't no coming back. I'd rather be in a mansion in heaven than in a Cocabana in hell. Now, for those of you that know what a Cocabana is, you have to Google it or ask it because I heard of it. <laughs> Y'all like, wave your hands in there. Give God some praise with you. So the text the scripture, the subject was pay attention to God's call. We're very serious about this. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you make it in. But listen, it's not about our exterior. It's about the inside. 
Are you with me? It's about the inside. You may have pain. I heard a minister God said, you know, as you get older, well, but you know, as you get older, you know, you might experience some things. Listen, there's a few things I've observed that's different, but I refuse. One of my affirmations says that as I get older, I'm getting healthier and wealthier. I am a multimillionaire. I walk in divine health, divine wealth, divine favor of God. No disease or no plague comes nigh thee, neither my dwelling. And he hath given his angels charge over thee to keep me in all my ways. I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. And nations call me blessed. He called me to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath the lender, not the bar. I am the righteousness of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. When God made me, there ain't nobody else like me. Ain't nobody else to take my place because I am a unique Unique, unique creation of what God has designed. I am a designer's original. People are blessed by my life. People are encouraged by my ministry. I am who God says I am. That which the enemy may meant for evil, God turned that thing around and make it for my good. I know who I am. With God, all things are possible to those who believe. Lord, I believe, but help that my unbelief. I doubt my doubt. I stand upon the promises of God's word and not the premises of what I'm going through. Are you with me? So paying attention to God's call. Every head bow, every eye closed. This message encouraged you, inspired you, and you felt empowered on today. I want you to recognize that you're so valuable to God that he orchestrated that you would hear this message. Isaiah had to respond to his call. Now, are you going to respond to your call? And listen, I, I was sharing with someone because a bishop friend of mine was saying that how so many people were dying. I said, the late Bishop Forbes used to say this at annual conference. Those of you that were free were baptized, you understood. He said, every year has its number. So we don't know when our number is going to be called. So we want to not just be ye also ready. We want to be ready. Am I helping anybody? So why every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If this message has encouraged you and inspired you, the first appeal we want to make is you want to give your life to Jesus. That, that, that's, that's the first thing. Whether you become a member of the church or not, that's important too. But the first thing is you want to make certain that you give your life to Jesus. Let me tell this story. i never forget years ago, so Monique, there was this man, he couldn't read. He was older. He had children, he had grandchildren, but he couldn't read. And so the Lord spoke to me and said, mentor him. So I walk, worked with him, and, uh, we, and guess where he learned it? In Sunday school. We started teaching him the lessons in Sunday school. You know, they don't do Sunday school too much anymore, all right? But then we had Sunday school. So we do you not know what God did because he was so serious? God quickened his comprehension where he was able to learn how to read. But let me tell you what God did. God saved him in he got baptized. Ready for this one? And within a few months, God called him. Talking about timing. Talking about hearing my Lord send me. 
You don't know who God has orchestrated for you to walk in their life and they to walk in your life, you to share the love of Jesus. That's why we can't get stuck on ourselves and say, I don't want to talk to them because they don't look like me. Are you for real? What if somebody wouldn't have witnessed to you because you didn't look like them? We got, we got to come off that stank attitude as a believer. Can I talk real today? So thank God he was able to get saved. You know, some folks, when they died, it was talking about yesterday, they were saying how some folks, you got to make up stuff. And you got to choose your words carefully so you don't offend the family. But when you live a life that is consistent, whether perfect or not, long as it's consistent with God. Listen, ain't nobody got to make up nothing. What do I know about like with Abraham? Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Abraham. Uh, no, but, um, help me out. Enoch, where my Bible people at? Said that he walked with God. Are you with me? See that? How that phone rang? That's how God gonna call. Uh, no, seriously. How that phone rings, that's how God going to call. Will you answer it or will you ignore it? Every head bow, every eye closed. Father, we thank you for encouraging us on today with your word. Paying attention to God's call. God, we ask you to search our hearts, search our minds, whatever you find that should not be in our life. We ask that you will remove it, remove the taste, remove the desire, remove this, the itch of it, God. Help us to sanctify ourselves by your word. We want to live holy. We want to live right, oh God. We want to represent you and be your ambassador that you be proud of. So we ask you, Jesus, to come into our heart and to forgive us of every one of our sins. Somebody say, cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you can always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. Staying in the grave but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that today, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Somebody ought to give God some praise. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1-844-948-3895. Cash App Dollar Sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.